Kenneth Branagh is back with his best Poirot film to date. Today I'm talking about A Haunting in Venice. This is Got Some Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i am talking about a haunting in venice which is the latest hercule poirot movie from kenneth branagh and i would say it's the best one which is a shame because it's also the one that performed the the poorest at the box office uh it's on hulu now and i highly recommend checking it out for reasons i'll get into so without further ado let's get started i'm developing an affection for kenneth branagh's poirot adaptations it's hard to say exactly why, but partially because I enjoy his commitment to making classic murder mysteries where a bunch of underappreciated or even rather famous actors get to dig their teeth into larger-than-life characters, and also because of how Brenna has portrayed Poirot over time. While many have made the, of the adaptation have made Poirot absurd to the point of farce, rather intentionally to under rather intentionally to undercut his, undercut his competence, Brenna has made his Poirot something of a lonely sad boy who is haunted by the people he was unable to save and his relationship failures, both romantic and friendships. Which means the pared-down, almost gothic approach to the latest adaptation, A Haunting in Venice, feels like a movie the franchise has been moving towards. Ostensibly retired after his trip in Egypt and Death on the Nile, Hercule Poirot is visited by his friend Ariadne Oliver, a novelist who based, who based her famed detective on Poirot's exploits, who has a mystery that requires the famed detective's expertise, a psychic who claims to commune with the dead. The psychic's target are the family and friends of a recently deceased young woman who took her own life. But as the planned seance goes off the rails and bodies stop to drop, Poirot will have to face everyone's demons, including his own, to find out who's responsible. So the last two entries in Branagh's Poirot films have been enjoyable throwback murder mysteries that lacked something. Perhaps it was the lack of the over-the-top punch of previous adaptations, minus a few choice Poirot introductions, the largest emphasis on lo- the larger emphasis on locations versus atmosphere, or that every actor was and is too well known for the kind of role they were playing. For instance, you're not going to convince me that Josh Gad is playing a dick unless he pulls the little monsters routine out again. For A Haunting in Venice, everything, including Branagh's idiosyncrasies as a director, work in the film's favor. Let's take take something that a lot of film people like to tease about Branagh's work, his affection for off-center or tilted camera angles. In something like Thor, this doesn't make a lot of sense, since the primary reason you use a tilt or a Dutch angle is to put the audience at ill ease, not do shot-reverse-shot in a Marvel movie. But in a movie where we want the main building that no one can leave to feel cramped, haunted, and off? Perfect. Same goes for the strange camera placement located above the actors or including hazy filters. That all adds to this movie's haunted atmosphere. It's also the best visual merger with the movie's theme in the whole bunch. The main idea of this film is that everyone, from Poirot to his bodyguard to his novelist friend and beyond, are all haunted by the young woman's death, which means everyone wants an answer or a reassurance. So when someone in attendance ends up dead, it only offers up more questions and means Poirot has to poke and prod everyone's weak spots. It's almost like a reverse Orient Express, whereas Express is all about revealing how one death can impact so many people and what justice looks like, Venice asks a very different question. How do you cope with a tragedy and move on? It's a question Poirot hasn't figured out since he is denying his own 
his own guilt and to avoid further reminders of past failures. The other reason this movie so well is works so well is that Poirot himself is off. He didn't want to be here, and he seemingly just wants to get out of here as quickly as possible, and is legitimately seeing stuff that he knows isn't there. And as much as Branagh is known for scenery-chewing goodness in his Shakespeare adaptations, I actually like him underplaying Poirot a here a lot more. It feels more real and grounded, and again matches the tone and atmosphere that the movie is going for. I also think the limitation of one creepy location at night helps things immensely. Understandably, Branagh's last two Poirot movies emphasize the grandeur and scale of the large vessels and vehicles the cast are traveling in. The main reason so many old-time mysteries aim for giant mansions is because it feels like people can hide and reappear with ease. It lends some credibility to no one seeing what happened. So con to condense that movie's world and make it so that the murderer is in a cramped room with everyone else adds a layer of tension. And b that's before we get to the cast, which is basically the entire cast of Belfast, with a couple of bigger names and showy roles, for instance Tina Fey as the novelist. They all provide the right blend of prickly damaged goods, whether it's Jamie Dornan's heartbreaking port portrayal as a doctor hounded by PTSD from World War II, Kyle Allen as the furious former fiancé, or Kelly Riley as the grieving mother. The end result is a moody, moody and broody mystery that feels suitably creepy and sad. The verdict is, it's the best so far. By paring down and leaning into atmosphere in performance and direction, Branagh delivers his best Poirot adaptation to date. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.